and then we're all celebrating Biden because he's donating millions of AstraZeneca vaccines in the next day. Which we can't even that. use. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't even use it. And then the next day it comes out that the U.S. banned it. So, like, of course, they're gonna, it's like us selling asbestos to the Indians or something. <laughs> hey, guys, with everyone's busy schedules, time is of the essence, which is why we created this weekly podcast to give you quick insights on politics, business, and even technology. So whether you're working from home or whether you're on the road, join us as we talk about different events that occurred during the week. My name is Jasegan, and with me I have Aaron and Arias, and we're disseminate. So let's jump right in. Good morning, everyone. My name is Aaron, and welcome to Disseminate News. It is April 18th um, in the year 2021 AD, and let's jump right into it. Jasegan and Arias, how are you guys doing today? Good morning, guys. It is a beautiful Sunday morning. I want to go for a nice walk, but I'm a little skeptical with all the rules going on. I know we're going to talk about it. So before that, Arius, good morning. How are you? Good. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty tired, man. It was a late night for me. So I think you know that I text you guys. I'm like, yeah, let's just bump this thing a little later. But, uh, <laughs> yep. Fine. I got my daughter with me. So if you guys hear some uh, talking and background noise, you know who it's from. <laughs> oh man so, so oh I guess we can uh can we get her inputs on uh what's going on as well or yeah sure let's see uh <laughs> hey baby what do you think of uh the coronavirus do you have any comments yeah what do you think they're not closing the parks anymore that's how that's good right yeah, she was pretty. She was pretty upset that the parks closed. Oh, that's <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. <laughs> oh man, um, for uh, just for some of our viewers, I um, I recommend a book called um, from George Orwell called 1984. It's a really good book. Just uh, <laughs> basically, you know, it, it's a it's a great book. It's I see a lot of parallels to how the government are doing things or these days or how they're um, treating coronavirus. Right. So definitely a good read. I don't know if Jasegan can post it online for us. That's a, you know, that's a great way to shamelessly plug our, our Twitter and Instagram. So definitely, we will post this on our Twitter and Instagram at Disseminate News. Um, and also, while you're at it, feel free to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we would definitely love the support. Okay. Okay. So, um, I guess let's start with the Ontario measures. I like, I know that we had a updated version, but we also had a version released on Friday. So I guess we'll just jump right into it. Aries, I think you have all the details, brother. You want to just jump, just jump right into it. And... Um, all for all the details, what was so the, the beginning? Let, let, yeah, let's start on Friday and then I guess we can work our way to the revised measures. All right. Um, so basically it's uh like the original measures were uh all non-essential businesses are closed mm -hmm. um they're bringing down uh the capacity for indoor stuff to well for religious places and social gatherings it's like 10 people indoors yep. uh you can't be with anybody that's outside your household, outside or inside. Mm -hmm. um, you can't be outside, but they're closing parks, yep. uh, basketball courts, tennis courts, golf courses, all that stuff is all being closed. Schools okay. are closed. 
um, online learning only and uh, non-essential places in big box stores are closed too. So those aisles are all closed down. Am I missing anything? Oh yeah. And then uh, the most controversial of all uh, police have the right to stop you and question why you're out and give you fines if if you're not out for essential reasons. Yeah, so, you can be charged. So, so, so uh, two things that kind of popped out is you were talking about the retail stores and the limited capacity to 25% and how they're locking down certain spots. Is the, is that really happening? Like I've seen, I'm still seeing like, well, it, bear in mind it starts on Monday, correct? Um, so from my perspective where I live in Durham region, it absolutely has happened. For example, Walmart, <laughs> yesterday I went to Walmart, or not yesterday, the day before. Yeah. And I needed, because home hardware, sorry, yeah, home hardware or Home Depot and all these places are closed, I was looking for something to get in the, I guess you would say the hardware section, and it was open in the last wave, right? Yep. They completely, when I say completely shut down the aisles, like covered um, these, these uh, what do you call it, the shelving and stuff like that, blocked it off. You can literally only go to the pharmacy and go to the grocery area and to the cash. That's it. Yeah, it's it's actually in all our stores in Durham. I'm not too sure about Toronto area. Yeah, I did that. My mom was at Dollarama the other day, and she said that they had blocked all the uh, aisles that were non-essential, like the gardening aisle and the uh, birthday card aisle and all that stuff. <laughs> so, so no more no more birthday cards then. No, no more tacky toys that break <laughs> after a few uses. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so now I actually want to, well, I, I kind of don't want to go to my Walmart, but I know that my Walmart was just completely open. So every single aisle was open. I'm, I'm curious to see if things are going to change. Uh, when's the last time you've been to your Walmart? Uh, it was Tuesday. The past Tuesday. So everything was open on the past Tuesday. Man, I can't believe you shop at Walmart. <laughs> You know what? It's the closest thing. Like, what? so hold on, time out. What's wrong with Walmart, Aries? <laughs> I can't stand shopping there, man. I will like, I'll avoid Walmart at all costs. Why? Because <laughs> so like, it's, it's go ahead, crowded go ahead. and well, I mean, like, well, I'll be honest. I have not been into Walmart in over a year since the lockdown, but um, I just find it crowded, and there's always like a lineup. It drives me nuts. You know what it is though? It's like a it's a central hub. There's like everything you need is at Walmart essentially at this point. Exactly. But yeah, they uh, do no, a good job with that. The only reason why I don't like Walmart is just because small uh, business owners, they're you know, yeah. they kind of get the bad end of the stick when Walmart is open, you know, like during the pandemic. Oh, I have a story for you guys actually, if you would allow me to kind of yeah, uh, yeah. talk about small business owner. So yeah, I'm just giving a Yo, well, why don't we just, let's just finish that one topic of uh, the new restrictions coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. changes, you... the changes, and then, and then let's go on, on, on your topic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, go, Jess. Yeah, yeah. So I was just going to say, so yeah, so the retail capacities, they're supposed to drop to 25%. It is working in areas. So like, like you guys mentioned, Durham and everything else. Um, I will double check my area and let you guys know. But the other rule, so the police stopping you. And just doing spot checks. That's an invasion of privacy, you know, like Aaron mentioned. Yep. Yep. And then yeah, also, I'm, sorry, go ahead. I, I mean, when I heard that, I was like, there's no way the cops are doing that. Like, 
Like, well, it's funny. There's um there's a police uh, former detective that works for CP24. I can't remember his name. He's a young. He's the younger guy. There's two of them, not the one that's retiring. And he even said like he 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 said like this is a bad idea to um allow police just to pull over people and just check because like first of all the police are already under siege as it is like you know what i mean they don't have a great reputation with the community in general mm-hmm. and you would just make things go from bad to worse you know and then from a strategic standpoint like what you don't hear on the news is you have to realize that there's 14 million people in the province which is over almost half of canada's population yeah like how is in the world is a police going to enforce these rules 14 million people? I agree. I mean, I feel like it's just a, a waste of resources, right? Like that just essentially means cops are going to be patrolling the streets 24-7. Yeah. They're basically putting to, like... Go ahead, Darius. Yeah, well, not to add that. Well, we're back into these racial tensions again with uh, civilians and cops. So I yeah. think that would just add fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. And then, and then what I was going to say is they're just basically going to put a target on their back, right? Like, yep. I don't think it's smart from a police standpoint. Even I spoke to a police officer um, today, uh, not today, but uh, Friday. And he said, like, you know, if this was to be enacted, like, if they were to go through this, technically, we would be in a police state. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and it'd be, it's, it's, it'd be a different, it would definitely be different from any other um, wave that we had in, in terms of uh, the enforcement of rules and stuff like that. Yeah, because we there was rumors and speculations that there was going to be a curfew, and I guess like this is the alternative to it. Yeah, but but even that in itself, how is a, a curfew effective, especially in such a again a big province? It's, you have fourteen million people. Yeah, you have at, at most like I know that the Toronto Police. I think they have maybe um 5000 members you know yep. and then if you do the let's just say you have about 50,000 police in the in the province of Ontario there's no way 50,000 police can patrol 14 million people there's no way <laughs> exactly right so this is why like again these these things don't make sense people are looking at them and you don't want to cause or, or stir controversy you, you know, because people are already, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like they're they're just tired. When you're just um, tired and you can't take any more of um, being locked up, there's a name for it um, that they've used. Uh, I was and, just going to say exhausted, but. Okay, yeah, we just say exhausted anyways. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I just don't think it's a great idea. You know what I mean? Like yeah. someone just being able to pull you over. It's an intrusion. And then you're going to have those bad apples in the police force that can misuse this 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 yep. type of authority. Right. Not, we're not saying all cops are bad because that's not true. There's no. good cops. Right. So. But you're right. There are some bad apples. But the good news, apparently, from what I've been reading in Arius, has it changed? Yeah, they. Uh, it sounded like they retract. Well, I think uh, Doug Ford there, he just got so much backlash that he retracted his statements on that. So, the police force said before he even did that, they're not even they're not going to be pulling people over for yeah, yeah. those kind of reasons. And then uh, sounds like Ford retracted his statements too. So, 
Good news, uh, you can freely drive around and not worry about getting pulled over, and you won't have cops knocking at your door wondering why there's too many cars in the driveway. Oh, Arius, did you hear on when they um, set up the rules, they actually were encouraging people to, if they see suspicious activity at their neighbors, to report it? Well, I mean, I think I know what you're talking about, because somebody asked... When, when it was like the Q&A, somebody asked that health lady, like, is it okay yes. if we call um, someone, or sorry, if we call the police on somebody if they're not doing, uh, following the rules? And so, and she's like, well, I mean, like, she, she didn't say yes, but she didn't, but she say, didn't no. say no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's what I just, I mean, it reminds me, you guys got to see it. It's pretty funny. It's uh, Ryan Long. He's a comedian. Uh, Canadian comedian, but he's been living in New York lately. But he's got a, a YouTube video called Snitches for Riches. And he just like goes around asking people <laughs> if uh, if he could pay them to... If they could snitch on family and friends and he would pay him for it. What? That's pretty funny. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the responses are pretty yeah. funny too. <laughs> oh, my God. But so, so I guess... Can we say that? Can I can I say that I can go for a walk now, or or is that still a risk? I don't know. You better be careful. My snitch on you for a few bucks. <laughs> I, I I think the issue is not you going for a walk is the issue. I think they still encourage it, but um, the issue is is like being in the park too. Because and that's another thing too. Did they open up the playgrounds again? Because they said that they were going to close them down. I believe they did. I believe he also retracted that too. So he. So I oh, think okay. the two main things was that he retracted the uh, cops pulling you over and then parks are open or at least children's playgrounds are open. I can't, I didn't see anything about tennis courts and basketball courts and soccer fields and all that stuff. I don't know unless you guys quick, if you guys can find it. I don't know if that's open, but uh, so, it sounded like children's playgrounds are still open. Yeah. So this is a, I think this is a tweet from yesterday, so from April 17th where Doug Ford's like, our regulations will be amended to allow playgrounds. So gatherings outside will still be enforced. Uh, play outside safely. Parents keep your distance and wear masks if you can. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it makes it makes sense because, like, like why would you, why would you target the outdoor stuff? Like, that's the probably the least likely place you're gonna get COVID. You you know what though, Aries? I'm not gonna lie to you. I saw um. What you call it there? What was it a few weeks back? Probably not even a few weeks. Probably last week. I was driving somewhere in Ajax, and when I say the amount of kids I saw playing at the basketball court and at the park, like kids that are just from different families, there had to be at least fifty kids in the playground. Like, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I, I, it's true that that is definitely true. But the, but like, I don't know. You know, it just bugs me. Like nobody ever talks about the TTC. Right, like he's yes, down all this so stuff, true. and he and Good he never point. talks about the TTC. Did you guys see that? Uh, somebody posted a couple of days ago. It was like leaked, leaked, quote unquote, leaked footage. But uh, it was like a a night bus, packed shoulder to shoulder. Everybody's just like standing right next to each other. They all got masks on. Nobody's social distancing on the TTC bus. And uh, it, that's not the first time. Like I've seen lots of videos like that. Um, over the oh, course of the year the of just heck? packed subways and stuff. With, with no mask, eh? Well, uh, no, they're wearing masks, they wearing but it's masks. just like, yeah. it's it's crowded. 
Wow. I, I'm actually looking so at like, the picture right now. Sorry, Eric. I'm actually looking yeah, at the picture yeah, right go. now. It is like people are sitting, people are holding the rails, people are just like squished in the middle. Um, They're standing over you. Yeah. yeah. It is packed. So wow. like nobody talks about closing the TTC down. I think that's probably the biggest public space, uh, <laughs> biggest culprit too. I mean, I know and I understand the logistics of closing down the TTC is probably not practical. Mm -hmm. But if they really want to knock this thing, why not target that and just leave these indoor places alone? Because it's kind of stupid. So what are, what are your thoughts on not closing down the TTC, but like spacing? Like maybe like only a capacity of five to ten or something? limiting capacity no i don't think so i think uh i mean they try to do that right like that's it's not like they don't do it they, yeah they have they section off every other seat they do the social distancing tapes and stickers and all that but people just ignore it but like how did how did this happen though this is way too much people i mean like think about it like when the bus is going down the street and you have like a bunch of elderly people yep and they are always the ones that tend to sit, right? Understandably so. Yep. Um, there's only so... Now, when the bus stops, there's like half the seats as there normally would have been because every other seat is sectioned off. Yep. Well, after the bus has gone down, like... Uh, what's a long street? Like Eglinton. And it's finally sort of at the end. That bus is going to be packed because like people are coming on, they're sitting, a whole bunch of elderly or, or whatever, disabled people or just lazy people just get on the bus and uh what are they gonna do it's gonna be packed and then and then you get issues like this and you get photos like this coming up on the internet uh the image so the image was taken at 507 a.m which is probably the morning worker traffic is that probably one of the reasons why this bus was so packed no man it's an overnight route mm, that's true it was posted in the early morning but it was an overnight route okay okay it's funny because it says a food scientist from a meat production plant. So that actually brings up another good topic on meat production plants and manufacturing plants. Like what's, what's the, what's the, like what's going on with them then? Like, well, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how effective they are. I, I'm a, I guess that you'd have to reduce your uh, manpower. But is that what's happening? Like think about Amazon, right? And Aaron, feel free to chime in. Like I, I know Amazon is kind of just still operating. Some of them have closed. I don't. So, the whole issue with Amazon was, um, uh, first of all, I, I'm gonna be careful because I shop on Amazon. So I'm not gonna go by Aaron. My my alias is gonna be Boom Shakalaka at this point. <laughs> I don't want him to like cut off my account. <laughs> but. Be the truth, but the truth is, I have an article here that Amazon, the only reason why they actually shut down is because one of the employees ended up reporting it. So they had cases going on at the Amazon plant, I believe, in, if it was Brampton, it was somewhere in the West End. Yep. And the government never shut them down. They had active cases through a few hundred people, never shut down the plant. And it wasn't until someone actually reported it to, I guess, the media or the public that the government actually stepped in. So it just goes to show you how much pull and power Amazon has, you know, um, that's the issue with Amazon. So um, I, I don't you think they'll be cool. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, you say a few hundred, it, it was actually 600 reported. 
Holy yeah, that's what I said. It's a few hundred. It's a, yeah. it's a few hundred. That's what I mean. Like, it's a few hundred, right? So they had this. This is the whole problem, though. They, they had the cases and they were still sending packages, but they never closed the plant down, right? So there, people were saying um, from it was a news article on 680. A, a reporter actually asked, um, How come Amazon's not being shut down? And, you know, Ford just kind of gave some, you know, nonchalant answer. But they're not closing down. Um, I do believe they have made some temporary measures and, and fixtures to their plant where they can kind of control things, but they're definitely not shutting down. Here's the other thing, too, is did you you guys spoke about the non-essential manufacturing plants as well, right? We were going to touch on it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, a reporter asked on Friday as well, like, what about these manufacturing plants? Ford did not say anything because most of the cases, what people don't realize is not um, community spread. It's actually in manufacturing plants uh, are the number one spreaders as well as office buildings. So these are the two places, common places where people are getting COVID. Behind them is like daycare and schooling and stuff like that. So I, I really don't know what they're going to do with manufacturing plants. I do believe Ford's not going to do anything because a lot of his buddies are in that um, line of business. Yeah. And even Ford himself, like he used to be in that line of business manufacturing, right? So. Wait, was so it? So here's, here's a situation and a, scenario, uh, a question I want to just pose. We can debate over it. Okay. Um, online shopping, online business has boomed over the whole pandemic period. Uh, largely from just like small Shopify people that have just set up stores and um, and are operating out of that. So they're allowed to do it, right? Like these online business owners haven't had to shut down their business or anything because it's all online. So they kind of got away lucky. Yep. Um, now, now let's just take a look at Amazon. Amazon is really just a large version of that so do you think i mean that's probably why they haven't really been shut down like the thing is that the the manufacturing is a bit of a vague area but Mm -hmm. amazon's not a manufacturing company they're like a distribution company yeah so correct so they're really just the the middle man of bringing goods from the supplier over to the customer that's all they're doing but they didn't really have they they don't have to shut down because they're they're considered an essential business which is kind of odd to think about but i guess that's how they'd be classified okay but here's a big thing though you everything you said areas is bang on and correct however they do have plants and facilities, again, that the key thing, the distribution centers, which are considered, again, this is deemed by the government manufacturing, right? These distribution centers are deemed by the government manufacturing because there are hundreds of workers at a time at these places that work, um, that obviously get the products together to send it off due to the, and, and get the logistics ready and, and, and in an appropriate manner. So what, how do you compare someone, a distribution center from Amazon to a smaller distribution center that sells, for example, you know, masks and, and medical supplies, you shut, do you shut them down? They're deemed essential. 
um, Amazon's not really deemed essential if you think about it, because most of their products is not medical things or even food. Yes, they do have a, a, a division that's based off of food, but that's a completely different division from their distribution center. Um, so do you do you think it's still deemed essential? This is this is my point, like based off of them sending non-essential goods. See, I find that yeah. Sorry, Aries, just to just to add in, I find that if you go to Amazon, you don't have to go to a store. Like, I feel like that's their that's one of the rationales. Like, you can stay at home and order as much as you like, and don't have to go outside. They're an online store, right? Like, you can't shut down an online store. Yeah. I mean, no, you can, but not not under these. Like, Ford's closing down physical businesses, not online businesses. So, okay. but, but to your point though, like the grocery stuff, Amazon's still not, they're not growing plants in their, in their backyard. They're still, they're still getting it from some source. They're really just a distribution company. Like okay. A company. But again, you're correct. But what are, here, here's the whole point we're trying to make though. Everything you're saying is not wrong, but what are they, what are they sending out? Is it essential goods or is it non-essential? Because a, a, a majority of Amazon's profit comes from non-essential, which again, which are deemed by the government non-essential items, right? Because if you think about it, why is the government shutting down the small guy who's non-essential, who you know may have a storefront or may, may not have a storefront, but then Amazon who has a huge plant Yes, they they do have essential goods, but people are still buying non-essential things online and they are still sending non-essential goods um, um, to customers. Plus, don't forget, a majority of these outbreaks are coming from places like Amazon, you know. So where 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 is the where do we draw the line areas? This is what I'm trying to say. Like, you know what I mean? Should people only be able to buy essential goods? And they should they section off certain parts of their plant to only support essential products, or you know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you regulate someone like an Amazon? This is the whole point I'm trying to get at. Yeah, so you're, yeah, I, I get it. It's a good question. I mean, you're really just saying, are you allowed to deliver non-essential goods? Yeah. Like, do you need to draw the line? Right? Is does Amazon need to draw the line? Do all logistic companies need to draw the line of, oh, we're not going to deliver non-essential goods anymore or essential goods. But like, that's a valid, that's a valid point actually. And a really good one. But if you think about all these online retail stores that are popping up on Shopify, they're definitely not an essential business. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're still able to get, they're still able to get product from yeah. wherever, like AliExpress or wherever it's coming from over to you. That's, it's still, I, it is funny. I mean, it is, but I don't know. I mean, it, it is an odd thing. It, it is really, it, it, it's flawed. So uh, that's, that's, that's so flawed, bro. Flawed. <laughs> because now it's like the regular mom and pa shop have to jump online. Yep. So now they're trying to sell their non-essential goods to you. But, but where's where's the government gonna draw the line? It sounds like they're just drawing the line in a physical thing, right? Like it's the physical location because I guess that's obviously how COVID spreads is through uh, physical contact, not through online contact, mm-hmm. obviously. But it is it is odd. Question. I mean, it's it's I don't know. <laughs> I'm just frustrated, man. It's just <clears throat> when man when when Ford did the 
the announcement, I was just like, my God, I know. we got to start a protest or vote this guy out. I'm yeah. embarrassed to admit that I voted for this guy, but I guess he's better than Kathleen Wynn at the time. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's she's another monster as well. Having <laughs> yeah, Doug Ford's quickly uh, following in their footsteps, but um, oh, yeah. in a different way. I don't know, man. It's uh, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that parks are open, but it's it's crazy. It's but but you know what? Let's be devil's advocate. The cases are spiking like crazy um to almost 5000 cases a day like what measures can you take you know what i mean like i understand at the same time they have to close certain things down um you know okay but let's area. play let's play devil's devil's advocate like <laughs> look at look that's at a double negative <laughs> <laughs> all right let's play angel's advocate but the look at the cases though how do you know how those cases are um, qualified and reported. Like you, you see the news article, right? At CTV, 4,500 cases. You're like, oh my gosh, people are dying. It's like, it's horrible, uh, blah, blah, blah. But then well, you don't know how they how they mark that case, right? Is it, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate because I hope that those case numbers are really legitimate, mm -hmm. but you never know how they're tracking these statistics, right? Is it like the potential cases that could be happening? Is it the cases that did they test people, but they still haven't confirmed that they have the case, right? Like how are these numbers like riddle me, like riddle me this, why are the case numbers going up and the vaccines or the vaccinations are also going up? So right? I, like, have a, I have a point in that area though. So my yeah, I have is, a, I have accounted to that as well. Go ahead. Just so see. My thing is, People assume that once you get the COVID vaccine, you, you're a superhuman and that you're no. ready to go. That's one of them. Yeah. Well, that's what the media makes it makes you want to believe. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why the cases are going up is like people get the shot and they're like, okay, yeah, we don't need a mask anymore. We don't need a, a second shot or whatever. And they just start going outside. And, and that, and that goes back to like the, again, this whole thing is like, it's so flawed because they're not actually being upfront. They're not actually saying that if you get your first vaccination, you still have the possibility of getting COVID. Yep. And I bet if they told, if they really widely broadcasted that, it'd freak the heck. Yeah. It'd freak people out, man. So, so hold on. So there's, there's two issues here that you guys are forgetting. They, they don't say that it, it, it necessarily protects you. They said that it just helps reduce the risk mm -hmm. of getting COVID in terms of in extreme cases. So you can still get the virus, your body can fight it better, yep. right? So this is this is the issue, uh, I guess, with the reporting in in um, the news. I guess, Aries, you do have a, a slight point here um, because they do the way how they advertise it. Yes, they do advertise it that it's supposed to protect you, but when you actually read between the lines, it, it only helps fight against the COVID virus. The other issue is that. The virus, the vaccines, first of all, are on back order. So they're way behind, especially Ontario. We're not going to be getting a whole bunch of vaccines till the end of, they're saying, April now, which could potentially get pushed into Maine. And you're having 5,000 cases a day. It's a very serious thing. Um, going back to what you said, Arius, about uh, basically, you know, how they're reporting it. I do believe that 
when a person gets tested, like for example, I got tested, I'll, I'll give my example. So I had a situation this week where me and my fiance came in contact with, indirect contact with a person whose husband tested positive for COVID. And the person came to a daycare where my fiance was at and everybody in the daycare had to, to go and get uh, tested. So far from what I know, most people tested negative However, that lady, her husband and her mother um, tested positive, right? And from the statistics that I saw, I got my result in one day. So I do believe that the reporting is fairly accurate to know that, you know, if I got a COVID swamp on one day in 24, not even 24 hours, I got the statistics back. I do believe it's fairly accurate in that regards, unless there's some room of error in terms of how, they, they, what they deem what's positive and what's negative. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you guys understand what I mean, like maybe there could be an error in that from that standpoint. Because I know I've heard of cases where people test a negative and test positive after, you know what I mean? There could be some room of error in that regards. But in regards to the efficiency and stuff like that, I do believe the government is more f- efficient now. So I don't think that's an issue. And the, 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 the second part of this is that... Um, with the vaccines going back to the vaccine is that Arius, you do make a good point because now Pfizer is saying that I think they need a, a third dose. Uh, uh, right. So now they're from what I read, they're saying that you might need to get this vaccine every year now. So this is like, again, so, it, so convenient. Yeah, of course. No. Yeah. So, so, so this is what I'm saying. Like it's two aisles of the spectrum. I think there's a balance. I, I, I disagree a little bit in the fact that, I think the reporting numbers are a little bit more accurate just from my own my own experience um, with the daycare because again I know someone else that's a friend of my fiance who whose son was going to a daycare whose someone another child went to the daycare had COVID and then he ended up having COVID bringing it home his mom has it and they have uh, the the I can't remember what variant it is but it's a really it's a really the, I think it's the South African variant. It's really bad. And they're having really bad symptoms right now. There's nothing they can do. All they can do is stay home. And if it progresses, they might have to go to the hospital. You know what I mean? So I do believe that, you know, these numbers are fairly accurate. It's, it's, it's not because it hasn't touched you yet or it hasn't touched people in your community doesn't mean that this is not what this is not what's happening. Because I've seen firsthand people our age or even younger that are getting it. And it's really bad, you know? But again, the whole reporting areas, you make a great point. The reporting is not accurate about the vaccine because like even look at AstraZeneca now. Here's here's another two-edged sword. We have a whole bunch of AstraZeneca vaccines. We can't use them because there's rare blood clots. But then why are they giving these vaccines to the public if they know there's side effects? Because it's, it's almost as if they're doing live testing on the population. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I know. And... and, and... Let me just comment on that, though, because that's what I find so interesting. And I know it's debatable, but they say the AstraZeneca, it's known to cause blood clots. It's a small percentage, but the whatever health officials say, quote unquote, the, the benefits outweigh the costs. Well, sure, I guess you could. Yeah, I could, you could you could buy that. But then let's use that same phrase and apply it to like the lockdown procedures, right? Does the benefit of locking down outweigh the cost that it's going to have on our economy, the cost that's going to have on our kids' social and 
social interactions and education like i don't know I mean, that's like i don't i i know i'm kind of ranting because i'm just like really really yeah. annoyed because it's just that yeah. the government's like blaming us and the public for the case spreadings and rising and they have like sure it is it's, it's definitely people's fault but like the government hasn't been on top of it either when it comes to getting vaccinations right like they're so behind the i mean it goes back to what we talked about before like canada should have come up with their own vaccination not yep, rely on other people and then and then we're all celebrating biden because he's donating <laughs> millions of astrazeneca vaccines in the next day which we can't even that. use yeah well i mean we can't even use it and then the next day it comes out that the u.s banned it so like of course gonna, it's like us selling asbestos to the indians or something it's just that it's just that crazy oh like <laughs> these countries celebrate it like they're all happy they get asbestos and we're like yeah yeah sure you can take it like but like meanwhile it's banned over here so i mean I don't, like i don't know and then I mean, I had a debate the, I mean, I guess a little bit of debate, but I was just talking to my, my family last night because someone had popped the question like, oh, how many deaths have there really been among the young people? And I just like, facetiously said, I'm like, like five people have died. Like there's hardly anybody dying. So, so the issue, the issue is, go ahead, Darius, go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, that, that's, I, I actually did look it up and I can tell you in a second, the actual so, numbers of deaths among young people. But the thing is that like the, the media is not talking about deaths and cases per age group, because I think if they were to do that and we all know, I mean, we kind of know anyways, but if yeah. we really knew that it was affecting most of the older people, not the younger people, you're going to get like a backlash. You're going to get like a huge protest among young people because why are they why are they suffering why are we suffering at the expense of can i can i jump in real quick so so it's not the issue of death you are absolutely right it's long haulers they're finding cases going back to what what jasegan said where people got the vaccine and got sick again where they're having long haul conditions. So they're having scarring in their lungs and they're having other underlying issues because of COVID. So this is not a, a, a pandemic where it's killing a lot of people. Yes, it has. If you like the numbers might look big if you look at the entire world, but if you break it down by population, like what Arius is saying, it's actually not that bad. But the issue is, is a long term effects. And this is why I don't I don't really trust the vaccinations because the way they've been tested is it's been in such a short span of time, although they've had this technology for a while. And the, the other problem with the vaccine is that you can't sue the companies, right? And they don't offer obviously 100% protection. So what do you do? You know what I mean? If you're in our position. But are you suggesting there's a connection between when they get COVID and the vaccines to cause no, so 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 hold on. There's people. So Jasegan brought it. Uh, he said it so beautifully. So the issue is that people that get the vaccine, they let their guard down and they get COVID again, right? But then they end up living, but they have these long term effects. Like for example, the their the, the some long term effects is like scarring in the lungs. They have long term breathing effects. There's like they get a lot of these other diseases from COVID, which the media does not talk about. So again, it's not necessarily that you're it's not necessarily that you're going to die, but you're definitely going to struggle in the future because of COVID. Hold and it on, depends is that, on is that, be, 
Yeah, but is, Sorry, that go ahead. They get COVID, is that because they get COVID twice now that it's it's causing worse effects, like long-term effects? Or is it yeah, it seems like it seems like because when they pick it up again, again, they let their guard down, they, they do whatever they want, they, you know, interact and so on and so forth, and they get COVID again. But when they get it again, like it's like it, it, it it's it's like the vi- I don't know if the virus mutates, but it does something differently in their body from a biological standpoint. So like I can I can give you some of if you give me a second I can give you some of the 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 long term effects and there's different diseases like that people that they're finding actually in studies from people getting COVID twice and even some people that get COVID once they get these long term effects so they might recover but they'll never be fully one hundred percent. So so that's like here hold on, hold yeah on, here's my issue here's my issue with that though like when they talk about long term effects. It's like we've done studies on this for years. It hasn't even been like, it's barely a been yeah, over a year. And it hasn't even really been a proper year of when we actually were doing. Like yeah. When, when did these studies start? Like in last spring, last summer? I mean, I don't know. When they talk about long-term effects, I'll, bu- I'll believe it when it's like five years down the road. And they do a study so, and say, oh, do these people. Because people heal, man. Sometimes it just takes longer for others. Like it'll take... It's- a it's year true. or two to to yeah. recover. I'm like lungs and lung damage and stuff is pretty serious. But the the other and, thing is like how how often like I mean how many people are really suffering from this? I mean a lot that, of people. A media scare? No, no, it's not. It's not a media scare. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not a media scare. So again, I personally feel like this pandemic is not a pandemic that's killing a lot of people, but it's maining them in different ways. So there's heart damage they're finding, right? A lot of young people are having heart muscle damage. Um, this is off right off the Mayo, mayoclinic.org, lung damage. People are having brain damage, right? They're finding people are getting strokes more and stuff. This is all correlated to COVID. Ever since they got COVID, they people are going into seizures and all types of stuff. So this is what I'm saying. Like, How old are they? You, <laughs> It's different age groups. Like, it's like, okay, you can break it down by age. But again, these are just people that have COVID in general. They're saying like, okay, they've recovered. We can establish that. Yes, they've recovered. We don't know the age of all these people, but it, it, the age group, um, there's a wide age group that, that are a variety of ages that um, have these underlying issues after they get COVID, right? So, But, like, I, but you have to factor age in, though, because... If you yeah. look at the results now, the biggest cases in COVID and the and biggest number of deaths and hospitalizations are skewed, right? It's skewed to the older age group. So when you talk about long-term effects, you still, you have to do compare apples to apples here. You got to look at the, the age groups and see, okay, who are so, having the long-term effects? Okay. So let me ask you a question then. So do you believe that a lot of young people are not having any issues then? Is that what you're saying? It's After they get COVID, do you, do you, in your heart of hearts, do you believe that? No, no, but no, I want, I want an honest answer. Do you believe in your heart of hearts after someone gets COVID? I want an honest answer that you think that they're not going to have any issues because it depends on your genetic makeup. Uh, I believe that the majority of people will be just fine unless you have some sort of health condition, like mm. pre-health conditions that then maybe you probably have a higher chance yeah, of, of having long-term effects. But the average person, I don't think is going to have long-term effects from this that are that's healthy like under under 25 or under 30 i think they'll be just fine so okay so what wait hold on hold on just a second but so what do you define as the average person by your definition how can you how can you say a person average average group no 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 but no 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 
Okay, but average health, how do you determine someone's average health? Because this is a, something we don't talk about. You can't just, you're, you're talking about apples to apples. Not everybody is going to be the same. Certain people are going to be healthier. Certain people are not going to be healthier. Certain people might look healthier. Doesn't necessarily mean their inside is healthier. You can have a guy that's skinny that may look healthy, but his inside, he might have some issues. What do you determine as healthy? Man, if they're living... If and and, I, and I'll explain to you why they can't break it down by age. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna show you why they can't break it down by age. But go ahead. Yeah, but but like so like health is relative to the person, right? I mean, I like I honestly believe that if 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 you were to ask somebody, do you feel healthy, and they say yeah, it's it's really perception, right? Like I, I believe it's health is just based on the perception of of the person because. Because then it's like, okay, if you say you're healthy, do you exercise five, six times a day? What are you eating? What's your diet? You know, how how much veggies are you eating? How much meat are you eating? How much wheat? How much sugar? Is your, what's your intake? How much sleep are you getting? Right? Like, and then when you start breaking this down, then, then it's like the person might start thinking, well, maybe I'm not as healthy as I thought, right? Like everybody's healthy until they get sick. So, I mean, that's what... You, I mean, for sure, you have to draw the line of like what what is healthy and what isn't. But like, I mean, I like Jazz. How often do you work out a week? Uh, I'm gonna say zero. <laughs> okay, would you say you're healthy? Though? I not since COVID. I've been sitting on a chair like a potato. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Jazz is a bad example. He, he, he's a <laughs> bad example. But I mean, like. <laughs> but that's the but my like my point's like if someone were to be like yeah I feel healthy yeah I'm fine but if you compare it to like you know my lifestyle right like I yeah I I exercise like five six times a week I eat sugar very like not rarely but like I eat it on the weekend and when I do it's like a tiny amount um, I'm not I don't order out I just kind of eat like the the staple foods like rice and meat and all that stuff and veggies so like. And I feel, I feel healthy. Like, Dang. so We're I mean, I know, I know it sounds like selfish, but like I, I kind of compare that benchmark of like, okay, what am I doing to what other, per, what that other person's doing? Right. If I'm doing more than yeah. them, like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get sick. Um, you know, I'll get the occasional cold, but I, I haven't had the flu in, in a very, very long time. So like, that's the benchmark if you just live healthy and be healthy i think it'll be just fine okay sure what do you got no i'm just saying like again you're everything that you're saying is relative like again you have to first of all find a benchmark as what we describe as healthy i think that's the most important thing because again you can't expect the government to you know give statistics based on age with if we don't even have a criteria of what is deemed as healthy so exactly you're a prime example jazz do you work out <laughs> why are we putting me on the spot of rope? no no I'm, I'm just being devil's advocate do you work out no. okay do you eat do you have a, a great balanced meal like do you eat a good balanced meal where you get your vegetables your meats and so on and so forth per week I, that i would say yes but i also have a lot of sugar so Okay, so I hope you know that there's so okay, not healthy, but I hope you realize even with even with a balanced meal, they have charts and breaks down breakdowns of um, by ethnicity that not everybody 
that necessarily um, comes from, you know, let's say a, 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 a black background or even from a Caucasian background need to eat the same way because depending on what region you're from in the world, they eat differently. So how do you determine someone's healthy in Canada? This is what I'm trying to, this is my whole point. Like, it's really hard to break it down. Like, yes, you can come, you can have some basic guidelines, but it's very hard to do that because people that are from Asian backgrounds or from like uh, different parts of Asia, they eat very differently from people in North America and we, what they may eat, we might deem as unhealthy, but they could be healthy. You see my point? Yeah, you're, no, absolutely. So, no, but that's not, but this is the whole point though. It's so complex. Like when I hear people talk sometimes, I'm like, so you, you just think people can spit out statistics. If the government just gives us statistics, then their statistics are ineffective. Like they can't just give something to people. Right. The most they can do is give uh, from is give a sample size of a, a proportion of a distribution curve. Right. Like we, we go. Let's go back to statistics. What we learn, like they can't they can't break it down at such a level because it's so complicated right now. Like like if I'm going to be quite honest with you, Aries, if you compare yourself to the average man, you cannot do that because you're like it's, 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 it's almost as comparing Superman to comparing to the average citizen you know what i mean like you know for real no let, let, let's be honest because you eat go ahead i know i know i know i said a high benchmark but i mean you it is it's complicated but you can draw the line somewhere right like yes you can draw you can the line benchmark and i think yeah. the benchmark that they they said is sometimes a little too low like, yeah I, don't, I, don't know. I mean yeah go on and then the issue is like, right, they have they, they have this um, this chart where they tell you how much food you're supposed to get. I can't remember the name of it, but my mom was showing me uh, the other day, like what, how much of each type of, um, I guess you would say, uh, vegetable and meat and, 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 and in terms of um, protein you're supposed to get in your body. But each year they're moving the benchmark. So like. How do you even create a, a, a average or for, for someone, especially during COVID? Because again, most people don't work out. Most people don't eat, right? As we can see with Jasegan. Sorry, Jasegan. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's really hard to compare someone to yourself. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, Aries, you have to think about it. Like you're legit, like superhuman. You know what I mean? Like you can't compare. You can't even put yourself in with the basic population like you would just skew the data so much it's hard to think like a normal civilian sometimes <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm being honest like you, you, you people, if our viewers are listening they haven't seen Aries. Aries is sculpt like Aries is jack and he's 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 a guy that works out every day he's he's rigid in his workout he eats healthy so Comparing areas to the basic population is a bad example. Like I would not put them in my in my uh, sample size because you would just mess everything up. You know what I mean? Like you have to you have to compare people that remember a lot of people are still working from home. They're working longer hours. They're not making time to work out. They're not eating. You would have to have people from the same type of background, the same type of not necessarily background, but the same type of habits that you know what I mean to really get a proper study of to get an average. You know so. This is a whole example. It's going to be hard to break it down by age. But going back to the long haulers, there are long haul um, side effects. So I, again, I this could be conspiracy theory. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. My personal um, um, opinion is that I do believe COVID was made in a laboratory 
and it was released on the public, whether it be purposely or unintentionally. And it wasn't made to necessarily kill the public, but it was made to, you know, cause long-term issues. And with long-term issues, you know, uh, big pharma companies can make a lot of money in the future. Like it, this thing could be a money-making thing as well. Because if you look at it, a lot of people are recovering, like uh, Arias said, but a lot of people are having, again, underlying issues where they can't breathe or they're getting heart attacks or they're getting seizures and all types of stuff after COVID. Like they have groups on Facebook, which you can go on to. And they actually, there's a, like a lot of young people in these groups and they talk about their experience with COVID. And they're like, listen, I've, I've recovered, but I'm experiencing a lot of symptoms, even with me working out, eating right and, 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 and stuff like this. I'm experiencing different types of things. Although I'm, I guess you would say I've recovered from COVID. So, so that's my two cents. So what I guess I wanted to include in, and this is, I don't know if it'll be relevant to it, is one of my friends actually got COVID and he was like super, super sick and exhausted and everything. He got the vaccine and then it felt like he got COVID again. So I'm assuming that your body at one point gets really weak and is trying to recover. And then once you get the COVID shot again, it goes through that whole cycle. So what's to say that your body isn't at a weaker state? Like, what if it's not at 100% again? This is the whole point. I don't think your body will ever be 100% again because, like, going back, okay, look at how they give you a protein with the mRNA, right? I I was more leaning towards, first of all, I don't want to take any of these vaccines, but if I had to, I was leaning toward taking AstraZeneca because, you can deal with what you know. It's like them giving you the virus. It's no different than a flu vaccine. But then there's now there's problems. But with this new mRNA, they can give you a protein which which uh, attaches itself to your cells. And the issue I have with this is that, you know, um, you can have a lot of underlying issues or, or you can have issues in your body which are dormant, which will arise because if you have protein spiking in your body too much, it can create a lot of other issues. So your body will never really recover 100%, going back to what you're saying. You know what I mean? This is why I don't like, again, what vaccine did he take? Uh, he got the Pfizer one. Uh, exactly my point. So uh, this is why this is, this is, no, but it's true. I spoke to a nurse. Uh, this is this is I spoke to a nurse. She, she said the same thing. She's like, they don't talk about these things. If you have too much protein in your body, right, especially when it's at the level where it's attached to your cell, you know what that can do to you. Yeah. Like people don't understand like what they're doing to the public. It's like it's 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 crazy. It's like they're they're doing live trials on citizens and there's nothing you can do against the government and these big comp- corporations. You can't sue them. You can't do anything. So you're basically taking these things at your own risk. You know, you have to sign a waiver when you get your vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Like, you know that for a fact. Uh, yeah. If I die, I can't yeah. see you. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's pretty much what. <laughs> but see, so I think this goes uh, back man. to the whole, like, miscommunication. Like, the government is saying things and people are kind of interpreting it their way. And then it's just becoming messy, right? Like this whole this whole vaccine situation like people are like oh yeah let's get the vaccine um we're going to be superhumans after or like hey let's not get the vaccine because there's these side effects to it like there's so many different sides towards this yeah it's too early man yeah i know i don't know, I don't know. Um, i just hope they don't butter us up I mean, it sounds like pfizer's buttering us up 
or we're going in that direction of we got to start doing annual yeah. vaccines now. Yeah. Before it was like, oh, you know, we'll recover. And then it's like, oh, we're going to get the vaccine. We'll all be okay once we get the vaccine. And now it's like, well, the vaccine's not good enough. So now we have to do it every year. I mean, like, where are we, where are we going with this? The new this world order, boys. That's what we're entering. <laughs> the new world order. People, people, I, I was talking <laughs> to someone. No, it is. It's true. Like, I was talking to someone. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm taking a vaccine because I want things to go back to normal. I'm like, bro, you must be stupid because things are never going back to normal. Yo, doesn't it doesn't it feel like we're kind of in an apocalypse? Like I was just I just had like I was thinking yesterday, I was thinking about like a, mm-hmm. a friend of mine that I haven't seen or talked to um, in a couple yeah. of years. And I was as I was thinking about like the last time I talked to him, I just thought, man, that feels like a life ago, like it feels like the old life like a lifestyle that will never come back like doesn't it feel like we're kind of in an apocalypse like we're in a new world like the pre-pandemic world is just like a dream now it's it feels like it was a long time ago this is why (laughs) i feel like it's gonna come back read read george orwell's book 1984 (laughs) they they released this pandemic to, to to have new powers and measures on us man Big brother, I'm telling you. So I wanted to add in a couple of quick things. Um, When we're talking about the trajectories and stuff, they're saying that we might have 30,000 cases in May. I... It's it's possible. That's scary. I don't buy it. (laughs) No, but like, okay, Eric, look at the situation with the daycare, for example. If one person brings it in... Yo, look, look, this. yo, one person brought it in a daycare. Everybody has to get tested. And then think about this. If, for example, let's say your daughter's going to daycare. Your grandfather lives with you guys, right? Yeah. Right? So then yeah. he has to go get tested. But does your grandfather talk to anybody else? Your parents, maybe? Yeah, yeah. He sees my so then, So then your parents have to go get tested. And if your parents talk to anyone else, they have to go get tested. This is how crazy uh, yeah. this, this new variants are. You know what I, know, I mean? I get it. I get it. But I think, so, like, to Jazz's point, though, I think, like, they pop... I, I really feel like they pop these articles out and they mention this kind of stuff as a segue into a good excuse to lock down even more. Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do agree with that. You're, you're absolutely right. But, okay, so if you're... Let, let's, let's, let's pretend you're a Doug Ford, Arius. All right? You have all the power in your head. I'll, what I'll would you do? Mill, first of all. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll be getting healthy because that guy's like, oh he's gonna get yo, all the shots fired. <laughs> For those that don't know, Doug Ford is uh, let's just say a, a a bigger man. He's a thicker dude, so we'll just leave it there. So you can Google him for yourself. But anyways, go ahead, Aries. What um, what would you do if you were Doug Ford? How would you, under this current uh, climate, like with four almost five thousand cases a day? How would you? you know, shut down the place or how would you keep it going? Um, I think I would probably look and consult at more than just these health officials. I mean, he, maybe he's doing it already, but like, I really think if you just, if you take a step back and you look at the rest of the world, what the other countries are doing, what the U.S. is doing, what we're doing and compare that I think you can kind of get a better picture of of the situation like i think he's just living in a bubble right now and it's just like the only it seems like the only person that he's listening to is like that health minister 
who just like whispers all these things in her ear or his ear and like he's not getting any he's not giving any attention to business owners or the rest of the public it's just whatever the health minister says is is the law right like that's what it feels like like it doesn't seem like he's consulting i mean were the didn't did he not say uh on on friday he said that we are the i gotta find the exact quote but it was like i'm gonna paraphrase but it's like we are the only place in north america that's taken these kind of precautions did he not say that yeah he did say that actually and and i I was like yeah no duh like (laughs) we're like the stupidest province and the stupidest place in all of North America to be doing this kind of thing. Like not even California, New York are doing it. And they're like, and you would think like, they're really democratic. They're like really liberal, but we're, why are we doing this? Like this is on, not even the rest of Canada's doing this. This is just ridiculous. I don't know. Like his, his position's tough, no doubt, but I think he could just kind of open up his mind a little bit and not get freaked out. Like he always seems like he's freaked out on the podium. Like he's gonna, like the world's gonna end. Like doesn't like he just seems like he's always trembling and, and he's solemn and he's gonna cry and like it's just like it's just ridiculous. I uh, I don't know. I don't know if that really answers. I mean, your question, it does take but, a toll, right? Like it, like all of this news and the hopes of like things would kind of get back to normal does take a toll on anyone. And I think he's just exhausted from that like it's depressing man and then i mean not to add to the fact that like housing prices are like skyrocketing (laughs) so like true it's like the lockdowns here you can't get it you can't even afford a house like you're you just feel trapped i don't understand the court like that's like that's the feeling you know what boys i'm starting to prep a little bit yo i don't know about you guys you guys can laugh at me if you want um no actually that's even uh, and that no not like that bro but just having a little bit of supplies and stuff because like again if they shut down the place and this place kind of goes up in chaos because you're, you're absolutely right we have the tightest measures in north america and i'm just waiting for the population at some point the population is going to hit a wall and be like okay enough is enough and when they start rebelling sure. against the government like there's nothing that ford is going to be able to do or even the army because again you have 14 million people, half of Canada's population in one province. You know what I mean? Easily things can go wrong. So, you know, for me, I just put down, like I said, some water, some food, some canned goods and stuff that like, say if, you know, chaos does happen, I, I can at least, you know, manage a few days or weeks and stuff like that. So, okay. Yep. You know, no, that's fair. Like, for me, I'm not prepping like it's, like, again, it's doomsday, like it's the end of the world. But I still prep for, like, again, just if something happens. Because, like, things are so are so unsettled now. Like, there's so, like, like Arius said, it, it feels like almost like we're in an apocalypse. Like, I, I don't believe after COVID is done, like, they're going to just let down with these measures. I think they're going to – anytime you see measures like this happen, they never – go, um, go yeah. away like they always say and i do believe that the new future is going to be even worse um there was a story i wanted to bring you guys earlier i there's a, a little portuguese bakery in whippy here where I, I went to go visit the gentleman he's in downtown whippy and he was complaining to me that like with the government what they're doing is so crazy because they basically he had to he used to have a staff of 15 people he's down to yep. two 
And he said that the government gave him a $60,000 line of credit. He has to pay $20,000 of that by June. And if he does it, then he has to pay the, the rest of the $60,000 at the end of the year. Plus, he's paying $35,000 in property tax at his location. Plus, he's paying $24,000 in hydro. Plus, yeah, you haven't taken into account water and payroll. Like, how is he supposed to survive? You know what I mean? When you think about these things. I think, and that's my biggest, that's one of my biggest issues is that the Ontario government is just like shutting things down. Like, where's the federal government in, in all this? Like, I don't know why the federal government's even allowing this because they shut down businesses and yet they're not giving us any money. Like they're not giving businesses any money. But, like, he, but did the say, thing is, he did say a week ago, another 20 grand, but like, yeah. okay, what about these civilians? Like, what about the everyday person that's working that wage job that now isn't working anymore? Where's the money to support them? You can't shut down the economy and do that. I don't know how Trudeau's not doing anything about it, but he's a big pushover too. So, but you're, but here's the thing though: they're not even really giving away money. They're giving money with the expectation that it's they're gonna get it back. It's like, okay, I'm gonna give you some money, but you know what I mean? Like, are you expecting small businesses to give you back these these lump sums of money? When first of all, like for example, this guy, I remember when I was going to Seneca and I was studying, I would always go get a coffee and go to the library or sit outside his coffee shop and read a newspaper. With this guy, what I've seen at his his uh, bakery, it's like dead now. And it, when I said it used to be one of the liveliest uh, bakeries in Whitby, when I say like it would be busy, like people would be packed in there. It's it was, I almost cried yesterday when I saw him because he was so frustrated. I was like, bro, I wish I could help you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but yeah, I know it's. I totally get it. It's horrible. But let me it's not they're not giving away free money. They're giving away money with expectation that they're gonna get it back. You know what I mean? Like no 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 no. Let me correct you on that. So the the money that he's talking about, that sixty K that sixty K, that's coming from the federal government. And that is a loan. You have to pay back yeah. forty of the sixty. But um Doug That's Ford, if yeah, that's if you don't pay back the twenty the twenty thousand by a certain date. Yeah, 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 but Doug Ford and the Ontario government have have given grants of up to twenty thousand. Sorry, yeah, no, you're right. Twenty, but then last week or two weeks ago, he announced another twenty. So it's a f total of forty thousand. That doesn't have to get paid back. That forty thousand is is free money. Oh, okay, so, 40, so hold on. So but, but what about tax? 60, but what about tax? Is there any tax implications? Though? There has to be. Ooh, yeah, pro uh, yeah because like again problem. it's not free yeah. money it's, it's not free money they give you yes you get it and you might not have to get it back but it, it gets reported doesn't it it's a grant i mean it's, it's it's a grant but the thing is though chances are you probably don't have to pay tax back because the company's not making a yeah. profit right like yeah. if, if you're qualified to get 20k you're not probably making a lot of money anyway so you won't be owing a lot of tax yeah it's 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 but, I, 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 yeah yeah, ahead, it is sad. I, I, I mean, I feel the same way you do when I walk around the street and it's like things yeah. are closed. Like I just feel like, like I just feel like crying. I was like, this is, this is horrible. Like, so I went to the, my barber's that other time. Remember, like I told you guys, like it was just like, I don't know. Like I just felt so bad for him. I was like, this is not. This just feels like the yeah. apocalypse. <laughs> it does. I, <laughs> but you know what they're pushing us to, and I keep hearing about it in the news, and it's becoming more prominent is universal income. So I think this should be a topic for next time. Um, and I even heard Elon Musk talking about it, and they're doing certain um, test trials actually in Canada, not in Ontario, because Doug Ford. Uh, stocked the I think it, there was there's one through the United Nations which are testing in Canada and there also was one that Canada's testing as well 
I can't remember the the specific name of it, but it's like a universal income program they have going on in BC that is connected to the United Nations. And they have, again, the one that Canada, the Canadian government's doing in Ontario, but they canceled that one. Um, so I think this is where they're pushing everyone because they know that something in the near future is going to happen. And they're making the population so self, so reliant on the government that, you know, in the future, it's going to be really hard for people to have jobs. Like you look at, um, uh, yeah, you look at, for example, um, the small business owner, like he's barely afloat. And if he has to shut down everything, like what else does he have to rely on? He has, probably has no savings. He probably poured all his savings into the business. He might have to go on universal income. So I think it should be the next topic. I don't know what you guys think yeah, about no, that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm like reading a little bit about it. So to it, correct me if I'm wrong. So universal income is basically uh, a way to alleviate poverty and everyone would just get like a set amount of money. It's like welfare for the... Yeah, it's basically socialism, bro. And it's not a good thing, to be okay, honest. Okay, so let's, let's, let's park it. I do want to talk well, about it. If you're... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. Well, no, yeah, yeah that's what were you going to say. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, I, I agree with Aaron, but some, uh, some socialists love the idea, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea for uh, most people. Well, socialists. So, so I guess with that being said, um, with all these stories of the vaccine and the cases rising what are your thoughts on this whole situation like itself like is it just some sort of weird stat statistics that's going on like do you think the numbers are actually legit do you really think we're going to get to 30,000 cases in may um i'm, I'm very curious myself uh these new rules and regulations that are coming up with the lockdown supposedly sorry with the lockdowns extended to may 20th do you think that it's going to get extended even more we'd love to hear your thoughts uh feel free to comment share and like the podcast or even email us at disseminate news at proton mail and with that being said this is disseminate news signing out